this episode 101. Um, it's 19.54, which means it's 6 minutes to 8 p.m. Um, on Monday, the 21st, the 21st of February. Um, I feel horrendous. I feel full and fat and like I want to be sick. And that's because I ate a, I had pa, I had a potato twice for dinner today. So I had a cheese and potato pie. Oh, God. Cheese and potato pie. And then I had that with um, mashed potato, like a mustard mashed potato and beef gravy so i had like a bit of roast beef and i cut that open and put that in the gravy um and yeah the beef gravy and the mash really complements each uh each other and the pie was really nice but that's a real problem it's such a heart attack of a meal i mean it's th- carbohydrates three ways and just so stodgy and Gross. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm so tired. Um, I just... I don't know. I, I thought I slept well today. Or last night. However you want to describe it. But um, maybe I didn't. <laughs> maybe I didn't is the answer. Because I am absolutely K-knackered. Um, <clears throat> and worst of all, um, looks like Russia are going to invade Ukraine, so that's cool as well. I'm both tired and the world is going to end, uh, which is annoying because we haven't even got the world back after COVID, so um, this feels a bit sucky, really, and I'm a little bit nervous about it all. And what's annoying is I'm nervous about a conflict that might happen in, you know, Russia slash Ukraine, which is what? Northeast Europe. Um, And I'm not even in Europe, I don't think. And, you know... I don't have anything to do with these people. I don't have a say. And it feels like... And then for some reason, America are going to just nuke someone. They'll, you know, they're going to go and have a war. And um, it all just feels very silly. Um, And I feel really bad for people in Ukraine because they just want to try and get on with their lives. I feel quite bad for people in Russia as well, really, because most of them probably just want to get on with their lives. I don't think they want anything to do with any of this. I might be wrong, but, you know, it's just people being annoying, getting in people's business. And I tell you what, there's a few things. Here's another thing about people getting in each other's business. I made a spreadsheet at work recently. I make a lot of spreadsheets at work. Just a little peek behind the curtain. That's something that I do a lot of. And. <clears throat> um, it had a colour scheme to it. It's 
a sort of navy blue slash blue colour, dark blue is the background and it has black kind of bordered um, tabular format to it and um, it's the font and the you know the the words the font is uh, bold white calibri I want to say size 10 whatever the whatever the natural size is so we made this spreadsheet and it's gone to uh, you know it goes to all manner of people and um, a couple of people complained they said they didn't like the uh, color scheme they said it was hard to read and um, do you know what I say to them? Open a new spreadsheet, copy and paste values, no formatting. There you go. There's your answer. Because I ain't changing the color scheme. Very simple. I'm not changing the color scheme. It's a color scheme for a reason. Um, and I feel like that's a silly thing to, it's a silly hill to die on, isn't it? Um, so that's basically another, you know, example of Russia and Ukraine, isn't it really? On a smaller scale in a way. I'm Ukraine, I'm just trying to get by with my spreadsheets, Just we're just trying to get on. And then Russia are coming in, telling me they don't like the spreadsheets, they're going to do something about it. And I'm going back to them and I'm saying no. Don't touch your spreadsheets. And, you know, I've sought the help of my allies. I've kind of asked people, I said, is it reasonable? Am I, am I being unreasonable here? I just think it's silly. You don't like... I mean, you can change the colour scheme on a spreadsheet. You know. I personally think blue and white is actually quite a quite a palatable um, colour scheme. You know, it's not loud. There's no red involved, and I think red is difficult at times. Um, so, I'm a little disappointed about that. <clears throat> um, yeah. What else is happening, really? Uh, not a lot. And I'm only seven minutes in, so that's tricky. So I've got to somehow manage to get through another 13 minutes of podcast. 13 or so. We'll try and get to 25, shall we? Let's not make any promises. Um, what happened over the weekend? Well, it was pretty strange weather-wise. We had we had like a snowstorm on Saturday. Um, I didn't see it happen. I can only kind of determine that it did happen via Instagram stories of many people. Um, I opened my curtains at about midday, and all I saw was a very wet floor outside. Yes, I'm calling it a floor, but I'm not sure. Surface, wet surface, that's what it was. It was a wet surface. Um, I'm told reliably that it didn't really snow very well in, you know, the town in which I live. It didn't stick, because it never does stick here. It's too salty. The air is too salty, and so are the people, um, including me. I was disappointed. So no snow for me, um, but I did see some videos of people frolicking about. 
in snow that looked, you know, it appeared to be kind of around, you know, sort of ankle deep. So that's uh, that's quite exciting for some people. Um, I went to watch a film. Um, it, it, it was, uh, I went to watch the Uncharted film on Saturday and, uh, it wasn't very good. Sorry, but it wasn't. Um, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, they're fine. Um, there was an Australian girl, I think, who was in the film with them who I've not seen before, but I think I thought she was good. Who else? Who's the big bad guy? Um, oh, Banderas. Antonio Banderas, I think, was the bad guy. Yeah. Well, if you're going to watch Uncharted, what I would say is don't watch it. Because if you like the games, the film will really disappoint you. Or it should. Because... If you go and watch the film and you think, God, this is really accurate and 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 very faithful to the games, then that means the games are bad. Sorry, but that's true. Um, because there's a few, there's a lot of mental things that happen in it. For one, Tom Holland's character has kind of a number of really mad moments. Like, there's a bit where... They all fall out of a plane. It's at the start, actually. So it's not really a spoiler, but they fall out of a plane. And some of the things that he does are insane. So, <clears throat> he doesn't appear... He doesn't look like he's ever fallen out of a plane before. It seems to be, you know, the normal thing. Um, oh, so, and when I say the normal thing, I mean the, the sort of the normal position in life is that, no, you've not fallen out of a plane. So I'm going to make a fair, I think, assumption that he has not fallen out of a plane before. Anyway, he falls out of a plane, and um, he is kind of... The, the plane is like a big cargo plane, and the cargo is all still, like, attached to the plane, and it's like... Um, it's like hanging out of the back of the plane in like a sort of tail setup. So he's jumping from one piece of cargo onto the other. And I would estimate that the cargo itself is probably at least two or three meters away from each other. Like in the air, it's kind of hanging. Um, and yeah, I would say each piece of cargo is about two or three meters apart. And he jumps from one to the other in the in the sky as the plane is flying. And I just feel like if you were to jump off of one piece of cargo to try and because he's going like against the 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 direction of the the plane. So he's like he's trying to jump basically faster than the plane. Do you see what I mean? So like if the plane's going two hundred miles an hour and you just would jump, and you jumped straight in the air, if you just jumped up, you would, you would fly backwards, wouldn't you? For that split second that you're in the air, you would fly, you'd be left behind by the plane. 
So the insinuation there is that when he's jumping from one, you know, piece of baggage, whatever's in the baggage, when he's jumping from one piece of baggage to another, that are two meters in front of where he is currently, he's jumping um, faster. He's kind of jumping forward faster than the plane itself is moving, which doesn't make sense. Doesn't remotely make sense. Um, and I thought that was crazy. Like, there's moments where he's kind of clearly CGI'd or something like that. And, like, one of the jumps, he looks like Yoda in Episode 3 of Star Wars. Like, it's that level of athleticism. And the thing with Yoda in Episode 3 is, like, Yoda is supposed to be, uh, you know, athletically and, uh, you know, gymnastically augmented by the Force. And Master Yoda, by the way, is also the... You know, the Grandmaster of the Jedi at that point. He's the most powerful Jedi. And my point is is that Tom Holland basically does the same sort of gym, gymnastics and feats of athleticism as just basically a bloke who's never fallen out of the plane before who, you know, in the very first instance is just happy and able to jump faster and further than the plane is moving. Um, and then secondly... He has these little feats of, um, yeah, Yoda-like um, athleticism while jumping from cargo piece to another. And it was insane. Bear in mind, this is all in the first, I think, five minutes of the film. So you kind of know what's going on. You sort of, you sort of understand, okay, this, this is, this is a, this isn't even trying to be normal. This is just all a bit weird. Um, what else does he do? He's kind of... Um, it, 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 it's all like a bit... Uh, everything happens very quickly. Uh, so it's less than it's less than two hours. I think it's like one, one hour, 50-something. But that, it never feels... It always feels slightly less than what it says on IMDb, but I'm guessing maybe because IMDb includes like a lot of stuff that just you're not going to watch at the end of the film. Um, what else happened? There was a crazy death in the film. I won't say what ha who it is. No, I am going to say who it is. I don't care. But what's really annoying is. But the big bad guy who's kind of built up the whole way through the film just dies easily um, by one of his cronies. So let me just paint the scene. They're in the cargo plane. This is the same cargo plane that I was mentioning before. They're in the cargo plane. And um, the point is, is that I, I, I mentioned the cargo plane stuff happens at the start. It does happen at the start. And that's because it's like a little flash. It's like a, it's like a call forward or something. Um, it's like a foreshadowing, although it's real. So it starts like towards the end of the film, and then it flashes back to a while ago. Um, anyway, so they're in the cargo plane, and he's basically sort of they've made their plan, and he's like, "Yes, cheers to this," and he's put this, you know, this girl in charge, the the Australian girl. But there's another girl there, and she's angry. She wants to be in charge instead of whatever's happening. Um, and, yeah, she's angry. So 
she goes up, she just, um, he's like doing a big, um, you know, cheers, uh, what is it called, a toast, he's doing a toast, and he says, you know, if one does a video, you know, he's like Spanish, so he says some stuff, and you're like, yeah, whatever, and then the girl who's angry at him just kind of, she's like stood in front of him, um, he's like stood on the stairs, and she's on like the left side of the stairs, and the other girl, the Australian girl who's in charge, is is on the right side of the stairs. So the girl who's on the left side of the stairs just walks up behind him, um, and cuts his throat. And he didn't notice it apparently, even though he's like addressing her, so he should really be kind of like he is looking at her. Um, and it's quite quiet in there. Like there's not like I. It, and there's loads of people watching him, and they are on his side, they're all like, you know, he's hired them, so the idea of, like, this girl just going and killing him, um, while he's not looking, like, she does just walk behind him and cut his throat off, he would have heard her, he absolutely a thousand percent would have heard her, or just at least, you know when you know someone's, like, looking at you, and you can't see them, but you just know that you're being watched, that a hundred percent would have been there, also, the girl, the Australian girl who's in charge, she just would have seen this this slimy girl walk away, and pr- like none of this makes sense. Like the the guy, the bad guy dying was crazy. I was kind of lost at that point. Um, it it just felt so crazy how how quickly he died and how. How also like the guy, his his cronies, they all just accepted her as his as their leader without you know why do they even need her? It's not even clear they know exactly what they're doing, so they could just kill her, and then that's one less person to you know pay money out to. But no, for some reason they're loyal to her immediately after they've killed. She's killed their boss, so she's clearly not like either stable or someone to be trusted. Um, and yet they, they go with her and they sort of sack off the Australian girl easily. Um, I thought the Australian girl was supposed to have a bigger part in the film, but she doesn't. They end up just like, I thought she and Tom Holland were kind of in love a little bit, but they really weren't. They were just double crossing each other the whole time. And he, he just double crosses her at the end and sends her on a, to the wrong place. And nothing really happens. She just goes to the wrong place, and she turns up at the end, and she's angry. And it's like, well, how are how are any of you going to get by in this world if you don't have any mates? Um, they kind of like he kind of becomes mates with Mark Wahlberg because Mark Wahlberg is supposed to have done this big gesture by throwing away the gold and saving him. Um, sorry, that's another spoiler, but it is what it is. Um throws away the gold and saves him, but, you know, he's he's an asshole the whole way through the film, everyone is an asshole in the film, except for Tom Holland, who's, like, a nice guy, um, but, yeah, and Tom Holland basically just sort of plays Peter Parker, kind of, because he keeps doing this thing where he's like, he beats the shit out of people, and he's like, oh my god, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that, it's like, yeah, you did, you kicked the guy, you're, you're, you're flying, you're on this plane cargo thing, this tail of cargo coming off this plane, you know, and you kick the guy off the cargo and he dies, 
or he gets his head like shattered by some piece of cargo and it's like oh my god i totally didn't need to it's crazy it's a, it's borderline a bit annoying but tom holland is good like he, he does play that character quite well so i don't think it's really tom holland's fault the film isn't very good uh, Mark Wahlberg's pretty funny. He's kind of doing his classic. Well, it's not classic now, but it's probably going to be classic. And it is just in general a classic trope. Um, he's playing the old I'm too old for this shit character, basically. And he does it quite well. Him and Tom have kind of a cool relationship. And it's funny. There was a moment where he has too many apps open on his phone. And I just thought, well, I respect that because that's an actual gag. Some bloke in the cinema liked it too much, though, as a joke, so I kind of got lost my um, lost my concentration a bit because I got angry at that, that guy who laughed too much at that joke. I kind of just had to spend some time thinking about how I didn't like him very much. So, yeah, so there was, like, two funny jokes, um, but there was more moments that just that just didn't make sense or had no logic at all um then there were laughs so i feel like that's a bit of a problem um and you want to know what's most annoying is that they had they had post credit scenes i think they had two post credit scenes and obviously this is now going to be a franchise i mean i hope it isn't but i feel like it will be because tom holland's in it and so um, it, it will have had a lot of people watch it and in, in going to the cinema to watch it I have contributed to the franchise ship of of Uncharted, the films so I apologise um, but yeah, they just had these these, you know um, post credit scenes that were clearly like little you know, nods to um the the games i guess and any future sequels that they might have i think the guy who plays the the character in the games he was in the film and it was kind of cool like it was a nice moment and he he did well so i was glad he was in it he was in the film um but it wasn't like well hidden he just was in the film like it wasn't a cameo i actually quite prefer when it's a cameo so like a good one is in the big short michael burry is just in the Michael Burry office. He just happens to be one of the, uh, you know, one of the little Robs who works there. Not the boss man, just one of the little Robs. And um, I quite liked that. Whereas in this one, like, you know, the guy who is the Uncharted guy is just kind of uh, in the games. Sorry, he's just like on the beach and he just speaks to them. And it's kind of like, oh, okay. It's not even a nod. It's just a full on shaking of the hand by someone who makes you feel uncomfortable do you know what i mean it's all it's a bit too much it's more than i need i don't need you to touch my my other arm when you're short when you're shaking my hand <clears throat> i just need a nod as we walk past each other in the hallway do you know what i mean so that was too much and um yeah post credit scenes <sighs> i hate that actually because it's kind of like why don't you just put it at the end of the film like right at the end of the film, and it's not really exciting anymore. Now you have to stay after every film you you watch for post credit scenes, which just feels like defeats the object of them being sort of secret and fun. Like every film has it, and you just sort of have to wait and blah blah blah. 
So yeah, um, Uncharted as a film, I think I gave it. Give me two seconds. I'll see what. Um, I gave it a five point seven out of ten. It might be worse than that, honestly. Um, maybe a maybe a five point four, something like that. It's still better than fifty four percent of other films, or it's in the top forty six percent of films. So that's not that bad. Like you know, it still has good ish CGI. It has like some decent sequences. Um, you know, as I said, Mark Wahlberg, Tom Holland are cool. The Australian girl is cool while she's in it, but the fact that she just sort of doesn't do anything in the final act is really annoying. I think because I don't know, she just doesn't turn up until right at the end, and it just feels weird. Um. Yeah, but yeah, it's written poorly, it's too quick, and blech, blech. Um, But who am I to judge? I don't make films. I haven't made a film. It's better than every film I've ever made, I guess. So there's always that. Um, But it won't matter anyway. Maybe uh, maybe the world will have ended by the time they've decided they're going to make a, an Uncharted 2. And I will say... If it does take for the world to end for us to not have to watch it, great. I'm okay with that, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I'm so tired. I'm going to die soon. And I'm also so full of three types of carb. So I need to just lie down and try not to be sick for a couple of hours and then go to bed. So that I look forward to that as a sort of uh, evening activity. Um, yeah, I hope... I do hope you have a nice weekend, uh, sorry, a nice week ahead, um, I will, I hope, and, um, yeah, just remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to others, if someone could pass that message on to Mr. Putin, that would be good, um, and, and, and anyone else really who needs it, I think Biden probably needs it as well, uh, don't give it to Boris, because I don't really like him very much. Um, don't really know what he's doing in a job, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't have him in my team at work, I'll tell you that for free. Anyway, it's time for bed-ish, and I'll speak to you another time soon. Good. <laughs>